Hi, and welcome back to the Beyond the Reporters Notebook with me, your host, Mark Anthony of demolitionnews.com. Uh, I've flagged up in the last episode that I was going to talk about a trip to Italy, and here is that trip to Italy. Um, back in 1988 or 1989, I was invited to um, Siena in Tuscany with the fine folks at IMA, who were making hoists and concrete mixers and all of that kind of thing. And I was dispatched to go and report on this. And it was a fantastic trip. Um, one of the things that you learn to uh, cope with what, when you're doing these press trips is eating a lot. Um, and going to Imma in Italy meant going to two or three different factories. And each factory that we visited tried to outdo the last with the amount and the quality of food that they provided. Um, so we ate very, very well. And I do remember um, actually complaining about the fact that I was, I and the rest of the press party were so full up on one day that we wanted a light lunch, which we were assured we were going to get. We were then driven into the hills above Tuscany and above Siena, um, where we were served an entire hog, an entire wild boar, in fact, um, split between six of us. It would have fed 40, we had to eat it with just six of us. Um, I was living with um, my girlfriend at the time, who would, a couple of years later, go on to be my wife. Um, and we were, as I say, living together. When I announced the fact that I was going away for a week, she took it all in her stride, but she did insist that I try to buy her a pair of uh, Italian shoes. Seemed like a perfectly re reasonable request, as I was going to be wined and dined in Tuscany for a week. So on the last day of my trip to um, Siena, I took myself off to try and find um, a suitable pair of shoes. Siena is a beautiful city for anyone that's ever been absolutely stunning and there is a very nice kind of designer outlet um, part of the, the city there which I took advantage of went into a very very trendy very groovy um, shoe shop found exactly the, the pair of shoes that I needed exactly the right color exactly the right size and I bought and paid for them when they handed them to me they came in a box as you'd expect but also in a brown paper bag and just to be clear Brown paper is, is obviously a, a very cheap wrapping, but in this shop, this brown paper was so thick and so crisp, it was actually designer standard. This was, this was a brown paper bag to be proud of. So finished my work, got on the plane with my brown paper bag, and I went back home again. So I arrived home um, middle of the evening, I guess, so around about eight o'clock at night, uh, had something to eat, finally went to bed, but frankly, I was still wired. Um, I'd, I'd had a lot of Italian coffee over, the, over a period of a week, eaten a lot, drunk a lot, and I've just, just flown back from Italy as well. So I laid in bed, staring at the ceiling for a couple of hours, and decided, no, there is no way that sleep is actually going to arrive. I'll take myself downstairs. Now, two things. First of all is the fact that um, I am now living with my girlfriend, um, and it's the early days of our relationship, um, although things haven't really changed that much. So I was sleeping naked, and I went downstairs, also naked, flicked on the TV, and I set about watching um, a Bruce Springsteen concert. Now the TV obviously was in front of me, but between me and the door to our front room was this brown paper bag still containing that pair of very expensive, very smart shoes. So I am now sat on the sofa watching Bruce Springsteen do what Bruce Springsteen does with the lights off um, and this brown paper bag sat to one side. 
and I heard a rustle. Now, where we were living at the time was very, very close to um, a very small river, so it wasn't unusual to occasionally see um, you know, a, a, a mouse around the place, there's a lot of wildlife, so a mouse or a water vole or something like that. It wasn't unusual at all. So I heard this scratching sound, quickly looked over at the brown bag and thought, I'm sure that came from there, but I'll ignore it. I've, I've made, it's the middle of the night, it's like 1.30 in the morning, I may have imagined it. So I carried on watching Bruce Springsteen, and then I heard the sound again. And this time I was absolutely convinced that the sound was coming from within the um, bag. So with one eye on Bruce Springsteen and one eye on the bag, I, I sat there, still naked, still basically trapped in my dining room by whatever horror lurked within that brown paper bag. And then my brain started to go into overdrive. Um, what I first identified as maybe a small mouse, a field mouse, or a small water bowl, started to get worse in my brain, um, to the point where the next time I heard the rustling, I was convinced that this was a rat, a large rat, a bloodthirsty rat with, a, a, with an appetite for male genitalia. So I sat there with my, my knees pulled up under my chin, terrified that the rat was going to emerge and, and savage me, basically. In the end, I could take it no longer. Um, and I had, to, I had to take the bull by the horns or the rat by the bag. And I, I decided the best course of action was to climb onto the sofa, leap off, kick the bag and let the rat run out. By the time the rat had run out, I would have leapt back onto the sofa and hopefully be safe and out of the way of its teeth and its claws. So after building myself up for several minutes, I did precisely that. Leapt off the, the sofa, kicked the bag, leapt back onto the sofa and waited for the one, two or 15 rats that in my brain were still in that bag. And the bag rolled over and a beetle, roughly half an inch long, strolled out to see what all the commotion was about. Um, and that was my trip to Italy, and that was my trip to Siena. Um, to this day, um, my wife, I think she's still got the shoes, she's still unaware of the story behind the shoes, or more specifically, the story behind the bag in which the shoes came. I'll be back soon again with another episode of Beyond the Reporter's Notebook. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. If you are watching this um, on YouTube, please give it a like. If you, that, uh, if you are listening to this on a podcast platform, particularly on Apple, please give it a like. Please hit the subscribe button because both of those things actually do our channel the power of good. I'll be back again very, very soon with another tale from Beyond the Reporter's Notebook. But until then, thanks for watching.